You know that's the sound of another sale on your online Shopify store. But did you know Shopify powers selling in person too? That's right. Shopify is the sound of selling everywhere. Online, in store, on social media, and beyond. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash crimes, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash crimes to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash crimes. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello. Hello. (laughs) Well, guys, this is our bonus episode for episode 30, which was part two of the Brownsville child murders. And so we don't have any look up stuff because that part two was heavy. That was where he gives where I read his confession. Like you had no. Yeah. You almost had no comment. Let alone questions. I stopped all the things. Right. My body shut down. Yes, exactly. So we don't have any look up stuff, but we are going to do a little just chit chat bonus. I have a couple of random questions and we have a bunch of listener feedback that I wanted to get into. We are currently, if anybody follows our Instagram or Patreon, you know, my air conditioning is out, crapped out Thursday evening. So the episode you'll hear Tuesday um, we recorded at my house on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we so me and Jen recorded Tuesday's episode at my house on what Thursday night? Is that what that was? Thursday night, I guess. Friday. Oh. Or Friday afternoon. Yeah, because it was already hot. Yeah. I so think. my yeah, that's went, why I, that's I wasn't right. gonna just stay over. I'm gonna get right. the heck out of here. Yeah, so we recorded it at my house uh, Friday evening. It was like 90 degrees. It was very warm. But I think we like I think we pulled off a good episode. We'll see. It'll be out Tuesday. Um, now we are currently at Mark's house, surprisingly, because my air conditioning grow- going out has... Um, you almost said growing out. <laughs> 
has forced me over to Mark's only because one of my three dogs doesn't. He gets along with Jenna's dog, but he's a little bit aggressive and annoying. And it would just be a lot to have all three of my dogs at Jenna's house with her dog. And my poor kitty cat. And your poor kitty cat, Hughes. So we are at Mark's, which has forced me at Mark to be around each other and to chat. And we will see where that goes. Um, So we were at Jenna's. We just came to Mark's. There's the whole, there's our location. There you go. And we're just going to do a um, a brief bonus right now. So I have, so like I said, this would have been the Brownsville child murders, which was a tough one. It was a tough one for me for sure. And it was a tough one for you, I think, right? Yeah. I assume yeah. it was tough on some level for everyone. Totally. With a heart and a brain. Yeah, <laughs> I'd agree. I'd agree. So, um, but we did get some... We got some great feedback, actually. I had several people who who reached out and said that they they really enjoyed it. Um, the, I think on Tuesday's episode, and maybe I'll edit this out, we'll see. I was trying to remember who said that they loved these episodes, and it was Charday Clark. Um, I can't see the rest of her name, but from what I've screenshot and saved. But she said, I want. I just want to say that the Brownsville child murder episodes were amazing. Horrific, yes. But you both did such a great job with such a difficult case. And I thought this was funny. I don't know what it says about me, but this may be one of my favorite episodes. Um, and so, appreciate that. Thank you, Charday. Um, Thank you. She also said, if we listen to other true crime podcasts, she suggests 1159 Media Podcasts. She said they're very entertaining and sometimes highly inappropriate. I've Is never, that like the the media company? I'm assuming. I've never, I'm going to look it up. I, I haven't yet. 1159? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. So we'll have to check that out. Um, and then we had, I had a few conversations recently with Stephanie on Instagram and she had said that she listened to Brownsville episode one and um, Brownsville, she said Brownsville is in the Rio Grande Valley and Corpus Christi is close that she's super familiar with that area and she had never heard of this. Mm-hmm. Um, she said most people know a little bit about Brownsville since it's about 45 minutes from South Padre Island, which is one of the biggest spring break beaches around anywhere, which um, I, I have heard of South Padre Island. And then she also commented on the egg cleanse stuff that we did. She said, um, I'm half Mexican, Central American, indigenous, and half white on my mom's side. And I've been through an egg cleanse many times for my grandma after she thought someone else gave me the, she said, ojo, ojo. But I think that means like evil eyes, which is meaning, yeah. Um, She said, my grandma had a uh, cudendera. And it's, she put it, she, she wrote it correctly, like how it's actually spelled. And then in parentheses, she put, put it phonetically. Like Is it Kudandera? Kudandera. Okay. Yeah. Which I thought was helpful. Um, she said, my grandma had a Kudandera friend come to my childhood house one time because I was a weird kid. And all, all of a sudden I started refusing to enter my parents' bedroom. I would see something in there and got so scared. My grandma believed there was a spirit or something evil in the bedroom. So she had a Kudandera come cleanse it. 
She and my mom kept it a secret from me, from my white bread dad, because he wouldn't understand, which I thought was cute. And I asked her, like, uh, do you believe in any of that? Did it work? Were you yeah, that's what I want to know. Did it help? Yeah. And she said, I honestly don't remember it all. I was maybe four or five. I remember my mom telling me that after the cleanse, I would be fine and I could walk right in like it's nothing. Oh, well, then it helped. Yeah. Whatever. Just shifted. Right. Yeah. She said, my grandma was a firm believer to the extreme. She would have eggs on hand to get rid of mal de ojo. That's what it is. Evil eye. Evil eye, yeah. It would make people touch me when I was little if they told me I had pretty hair or eyes or something. She was quite the character. So that was interesting. Um, And this... uh, Wonderful listener Stephanie also said, because we had talked about in the episode John Allen and I'm blanking. I don't have my notebook. Um, the the mom. I keep wanting to say Angelica, and that's not right. Why can't I think of her name? Angela. Ugh. I don't feel like that's right, but I. <laughs> uh, well, you'll have to re just pop something in here. Yeah, I'll have or to, not? No, but. I mean, truthfully, I don't. I don't know. Let's see. I, I actually, I can tell you in one second. Just say John Allen and John's mom, his mommy. I can tell you because I have it right here. Um, it is. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I'm get oh the Brownsville child murders. So, yeah, Angela and John Allen. I was right. Angela Allen. Angela and John Allen. So, um, we had talked about that they were, throughout the episode, it kept being common law married. And we were like, I thought 10 years, but that's California. And so, Stephanie is a family attorney licensed, licensed in Texas, and she said, common law marriage here has absolutely no year requirement. Lots of people think it, think it's two years or 10 years, but it's none. All you need is cohabitation in the state of Texas for any duration of time, a present agreement between the two people to be married, and holding out to each other as spouses, like referring to each other as spouses. So, I mean, there's basically, you just have to say, we're married, and you are. <laughs> so that was helpful to hear. And to learn about. Um, And then we've had a bunch of people who loved your nothing podcast idea. Zayka loved it. I'm thinking of people that Was it my idea? Or did I just call it the nothing podcast? No, you said at the beginning of either the... It must have been the last bonus. You said, I want to do a podcast called the nothing podcast. And we just talk about nothing or anything. Right. Nothing encompasses anything. Right. And so I've had... A handful of people say, I like it. I would listen to that. Um, And uh, Tracy messaged us and said, the mishmash episode, I'm listening to it now. I love it. I like how you relate to each other. I think you have great voices. And thank you for entertaining me while I meal prep, which is super nice. Um, We had Ethan tell us he would listen to a nothing episode for sure. So people have been supportive of it, which I think is cool. Because I could talk about nothing for sure. And we had somebody else, of course, it's not in front of me, who said, I support, maybe it was, I can't remember. Uh, I want to say it was Danny, but I'm not sure. Who said, uh, I support the the TV suggestions. I've had several mm-hmm. people who have said, like, yeah, keep suggesting TV. So I wanted to ask you, like, 
I know. I mean, we talk about what we're watching all the time to each other, but I don't think I have anything new from when we recorded on Friday. Totally okay. Not what I was going to ask. Uh, I'm going to ask like, if you could pick a show that you've watched and loved that might not be like Breaking Bad's one of my favorite shows. Dexter, things like that. Like, duh, everybody knows them. They've either watched them or they haven't. But maybe like a a show that's a little like less popular. Well, I think I talked about Temptation. Not, no, that's a terrible <laughs> show. I, that's terrible. I don't mean that. Well, I was going to say Six Feet Under, but I think back then a lot of people loved it. So, but that's, oh, that's I'm just a regular regulation person. Uh, that's true. I mean, yeah. Six Feet Under is pretty old. A lot of people maybe haven't watched it. Hmm. I love that show. That's a great show. Um, we just started watching yesterday at Jenna's house the, what's it called? The Dolores Ranch Roach. Roach. Or the hand. The horrors, horrors of Dolores Roach. Look, it's good for a scripted. It's not a sitcom, but it's like a scripted show. You know what it feels like to me, and it was decent. Decent. I like the main character. I like her a lot. I like the weirdness of it. It's on Amazon Prime for anyone listening. I think it reminds me of, and I I didn't look. I feel like it was a play that they readapted into a TV show. It might be, and also in the show, they show a bunch of Broadway or yeah. something type stuff. Okay, then maybe it is, or, yeah. Because it feels a little awkward. Dramatic. Dramatic and, like, awkward as a TV show, as a regular TV show. So it feels like maybe it was adapted from that. I don't know. I haven't looked, but I'm going to look now. Um, I have... Two shows right at the top of my head that I think of as like lesser known underrated shows that I loved. Animal Kingdom on oh, FX. That was good. Which was Ellen Burstyn. Is that her name? No. Something in that. Ellen Barkin. Barkin. Thank you. Ellen Barkin. Yeah. Ellen Barkin. And. I don't I actually don't know what any of the sons names are but it's awesome I loved it yeah it's really good about uh, about a family who lives in um, Southern California they a bunch of uh, mom bunch of boys they all are surfers and they all pull off random kind of criminal jobs yeah they make they make money and they do well Mm -hmm. at least in part ups and downs but they do well for heists yeah heists yeah yeah. um and then and that's on fx i think it's available now probably on i don't know wherever you can watch fx hulu amazon prime i'd imagine um and then there's a show i think i recommended this to dad years ago and he loved it it's a handful of years old. It's called Into the Night on HBO, which is now Max. Now it's just called Max. It's not HBO. It's not HBO Max. Now it's doesn't just it, called Max. Oh, yeah. It doesn't even say HBO. No, they changed it to just Max, which is stupid. It's always going to be HBO. Well, it's also been HBO Go, HBO Now, HBO yeah, This, HBO right. Toe, yeah. you know. Like, make make up your mind. Um, and it has Riz Ahmed. Ahmed, ooh, I don't know if that's his name, and I'm saying it right, but uh, and Turturro, John Turturro, and it's like a dark, true crime thriller mystery type show from 
uh, I don't know, 10 years ago. I came upon it randomly on HBO, and it's like seven episodes. They never made a season two. I thought it was really well done. What's the show that I really like, and then Mark watches it or was watching it? Foundation. I think you're thinking of that, but it's not called Foundation. Oh. The one that has the coolest opening that I think is the coolest right. opening. There's a storyline going on in Tokyo. There's a storyline going on in... Invasion? In, yep. Invasion. I really like that show. I only saw it From piecemeal. 2018, I think. Yeah, I never got into it. The first episode's the best, or first two. You know what, Joe? I really want to watch The Missing. Have you ever watched that? It kind of reminds me of The Leftovers, which was on HBO with the guy from Mosquito Coast. Jennifer Aniston dated him. Can't think of his name. Justin Thoreau. Thank you, yeah. Um, he's in it, and it's like all of a sudden, out of this is the leftovers, all of a sudden out of nowhere, like half of the population just disappears. Yeah. And they're trying to like figure out why. I saw like an episode or two of Leftovers. I think the Missing is supposed to be similar to that, but I'm not sure. I just keep hearing about it. And I haven't seen it. So, um, okay, that was our show. Our show. I, I have not watched anything new this week because I have been watch, re-watching Desperate Housewives, which is the most mindless, fantastical television ever. I love it so much, so much. I'm very thoroughly enjoying it. Um... What is something that you get irrationally excited about as an adult? Outer space, plants and gardens. Mm. Uh, wow. Well, travel, but that's not irrational, I don't think. Um, mm. Two cute videos of animals. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. If I'm being honest, like irrationally excited would be like those, like... Yeah, the, outer space. It also ir- ir- irrationally or irrationally et, like agitates anxiety if I think about space too long. But anything space related, yeah. If I see like an astronaut here on the street, not an actual one. God, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, this woman, I saw this question posted on this new social media app, and then she also answered her own question. She said, "Freshly washed sheets." Which I fully agree with. I love that. I don't love get it. irrationally excited though. Like no, that's a hard thing to yeah. navigate that phrase, but like because that's what's, a simple what, pleasure of life that I love. What designates irrationally excited? Like overly, overly yeah, excited. I guess I think of overly excited of like what doesn't make like when people see like a little scribble of an astronaut on the bathroom wall. They're not like, oh my God, that's amazing. And, and you I am. do. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I don't have an answer. Bonobo. Oh, yeah. That okay. is, that I would say is like. That's true. If anyone knows me, right? Like that's one that Accurate. people have seen, seen. Not the monkey. No. <laughs> not the monkey, the artist. Yes. Um. I have to think about that. Irrationally excited about 
I know one, but it turned out to be irrational that I will tell you, tell but me. you'll probably cut it. The Ozempic or the Owagovi. Oh, yeah, I got, oh, that's, you know what? You were a rash, and that's the only thing I can think of yeah, for you or me that was, and looking back, it's irrational. Totally. I don't know at the time. You didn't I got know. super, so actually I posted about this. I posted something weeks ago and said like, because all I kept seeing on TikTok and Instagram was people talking about Wagovi, Ozempic, all that. And I was like, and all the videos are like, it's amazing. Look how much weight I've lost and all this. So I posted something on our, our Instagram story and said, would anybody be interested to hear my take, my personal take on it? Because I've taken it now. Um, has nothing to do with true crime so it felt irrelevant but i had a bunch of people respond saying like absolutely did you give your true take i haven't yet oh yeah i haven't i never went back to it and so i will briefly say um i was very excited because i've struggled with my weight my whole life like it to to stay a healthy weight and to stay in shape it takes a lot of a lot a lot of effort for me um I have to exercise a lot, watch what I eat a lot, and and it yeah, it takes a lot of effort. So I was excited at the at the thought that made like wow, maybe you know everybody's always looking for a quick fix, and I know really when it comes to like health and weight loss, there's no quick fix. But this seemed like it, and I was super excited. And so at the time when I made a doctor's appointment and got approved for it, I had health insurance. I was so excited to be approved for it, not for Ozempic because. I didn't have, I didn't qualify. Like my blood levels, I didn't have high blood sugar or anything. But Wagovi is just for weight loss and I qualified for that. And I was so thrilled. I thought it was like, oh my God, it's gonna like change my life. And I took it, started off at the lowest dose, went up a dose. I stayed at the second highest dose for two months. Made me a little bit nauseous. Definitely killed my appetite, but the overeating was really, it's, that's not really my issue. Um, and then moved up to higher and higher doses. And by the the last month, I'm not taking it anymore, and I haven't for about six weeks now. But the last month that I was taking it, um, I was at the second highest dose, and I was horrifically physically ill for weeks. I mean, for days initially, like running to the bathroom just, throwing up constantly and then after that I just felt kind of queasy all the time and truthfully from the minute I started it till the minute I finished it which was from January to April maybe um I was tired all the time I had little motivation I felt like it was kind of making me a little bit depressed I felt mildly queasy on a pretty regular basis which is never a problem for me I and I lost almost no weight. I think I lost six pounds. I hated it. Which again, who knows if that's from not being able to keep food down at the end. Right. Either which way, it wasn't worth The bottom line, I think, from what you shared with Did me not is work. not worth it. Not worth it. And really didn't work. Because truthfully, if in after three months, if I had lost 30 pounds, but I was mildly uncomfortable and a bit tired and a little bit queasy, you better believe I probably would have stuck with it. I would have dealt with it. But losing, you know, five, six pounds and feeling just completely, it, I felt like somebody took like, it sounds really cheesy, but I felt like 
if I'm like a flashlight like this, I had like dying batteries in Someone my flashlight. Someone dimmed your light. Yeah. Like honestly, that's how I felt. I just felt not like myself for months. I really hated it. Um, and then I lost my insurance and I paid for it for one month out of pocket. And I didn't even finish that month because it was so uncomfortable and so terrible and so uh, not worth it. So I'm I'm envious of, of people who take it and it just they lose a ton of weight and they don't have that big of a side side effects. I think that's awesome and I'm I'm very envious of that. I did not have that experience at all. It made me like a kind of a, a bit of a zombie and not a not a super skinny zombie either. Just regular <laughs> just regular. <clears throat> so um I mean, and you saw it. Like, I was so sick one day. I called Jenna. I was like, you have to come over and just keep me company. Like, I'm so, so fucking sick. Yeah, it seemed unfun. <laughs> yeah, it was not fun. Not that not all worth of life it. is fun, but it no. seemed the opposite. Not. I don't think I would ever be a person who would say this, which is I'd rather be slightly overweight and feel like myself, like normal energy, good mood, normal. I would never say that. In the past, I would always say, "I'll." Well, until you tried until this I tried this thing, yeah. And now, and now I will say that wholeheartedly. Do you have a favorite word? Oh, I probably have fifty, but you should have asked me this at my house because I have this book of words that I love. Oh, really? Yeah, but um, off the top of my head, no, okay. I don't. Do you? I d- I know I do, and I can't think of it. But I I know I do. There, Even I, though you knew you were asking that question, you knew I would ask you yours. I know. I did, <laughs> I did not prepare well. If you could bring one thing back. <laughs> if you could bring, Izzy just scratched me where Indiana. Scratched your scratch. She scratched my scratch where Indiana has already scratched me. If you could bring one thing back from your childhood, what would it be? Mom. <laughs> Good answer. Can't top that one. Gotta agree. Do you know there's a new social media app? called threads no sounds like that clothing thing it is um oh thread up that's like yeah used clothes it's called threads is an instagram app so you sign in with your instagram and it's essentially it's twitter but for instagram i don't i'll show you because i downloaded it as on it's words versus pictures mostly or yeah words Uh but no hashtags no videos it's literally just words it's like the word part of twitter which is nice you can do pictures or gifs but no videos no hashtags and you you have the option when you sign in like i signed in as death by southwest with our instagram because it's a zuckerberg whatever app um and so it's like do you want to follow all the same people you follow and i was Mm -hmm. like sure if they're on threads yeah sure and i don't know it it's interesting i'm not a huge fan of twitter so I'm not sure how I feel about this one, but it's interesting. If anyone else has tried it, I'd be it, it's out of all the apps that have come out in the past since Facebook, it went to number one downloaded app within like 45 minutes of being released. I think ChatGPT went to is that an app? It is now, yeah. Is it, but the, it's not considered social media. No, it's not. But they're or just apps, period. Mm-hmm. Okay. It went to like number one downloaded app in, I want to say, five hours. You know, f- 
Instagram was, I don't know, a day. Facebook was 10 hours. I don't know. I saw this post about that. But threads like was that. And and realistically, I have explored it a bit. I still totally don't understand it. But like every everyone I follow on Instagram is essentially on it. And I don't I'm know. not. What about me? That's true. <laughs> I won't be either. I don't have a Twitter either. But We have a Twitter for Death by Southwest. And I just, Twitter's, I feel like it's shouting into the black hole of the universe. Like I could post 30 things and it just, unless, I, I've never gotten the hang of Twitter. I don't know. I got nothing. Not for me. I'm not Twittering. Um, what did I ask? What did I say the other night? What's your favorite day of the week? You said you didn't have one the other night. Well, as I was leaving, I said it just might be Monday, which <laughs> I meant that as in, mo- well, at first I meant Monday sucks. No one likes Monday. Maybe right. people do. But then I thought about my Monday. I like my Monday. Um, my favorite day of the week? Depends on the week. Good answer. I like that answer. I mean, it really does. I mean, sure, I love weekends and days off. Every day does. We did talk about, like, every day does have, like, a though it does whether you're full-time working right. your regular whatever the regular yeah. job is or i like a sunday although I, you know the only time days of the week when i'm traveling days of the yeah. week don't feel even though even if i'm not working and i'm at home let's say i'm not working for a week and i'm at home i still know the mm-hmm. feels of the days of the week mm-hmm. but yeah that's interesting huh Man. i like a sunday feeling i like a thursday it's like you're getting close to the fun weekend, but depends you get to on, anticipate it. But depends on what you work. Yeah. So, like, I think about people who don't work traditional weekends, which I used to not, right, or not have off traditional weekends, right. So Thursday felt like when, it, yeah, it would yeah, be it Friday. Depends. Felt like I guess it does kind of the Thursday feel. That's true. Did you you watch this movie, Shooting mm, Stars? Um, no, I watched the other one. Or I watch one of these. There's you watch this one, the LeBron James one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's another one out there now or a show or a movie like about uh, not LeBron, but like, I don't know. It's called. So- yeah, I think I did. Or I did see. I this. think you told me to watch this. I haven't yeah, it was it good. Yet. Yeah. It was interesting. Hmm. Uh, it was good. I won't say interesting. It was entertaining and good. Okay. I might watch it. We'll see. Plus, I. Oh, I know. I think I said it's it. He was in high school kind of like right before right. or right around or right after something. Oh, the 90s. Yeah. Like yeah. it was early. I think it was like 2000. So like kind of right when I entered high school. So like That's right. some of the music and what they do, they like drive around and listen to like yep. whatever the music was. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I've seen a lot of like, like I almost just said, oh my God, I saw a post today on threads that said somebody should remake the movie now and then. But now is now, and then is the 90s. Then is when the, then what? Then is when the now was. So now, exactly. Yeah. So now and then, that Christina Ricci movie, when they made it, it was like, then was the 70s. Right. And now was the 90s. Right. It'd be, I, I, I can't remember who posted. It was something, you know, some random person. What a great idea. It I is. love that idea. I think it'd be super interesting. Um. Anyways, we got to get these. going. Yeah, yeah we got to feed mean, these dogs. Someone's gonna get Betty time soon, and it's yeah. not Izzy. It's oh. Not, oh my gosh, oh. Izzy just climbed right on top of Jenna. The cute little 
old, old face. Oh, my goodness. Sweetie. They're hungry. All right, we're going to feed the dogs. This was a brief bonus, but it was a bonus nonetheless. And uh, we will be out with a brand new one-part episode on Tuesday. No part two. Oh, my God. Izzy is falling asleep on Jenna. So sweet. Sweet old girl. Um, Happy Sunday to everyone. And thank you for listening. Thank you for all of your comments and communication. And uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.